All right. Hello, y'all. My name is Drew Schwartz from Bountiful Harvest of Faith Church. I'm excited to be here speaking to you all, and I'm ecstatic to start leading these podcasts. So my goal here is to have discussions with people around the community and allow space for God to work through them and through all listeners. So what I'm doing today is asking my brother in Christ and roommate, D. Josiah Flood, and I'm just going to ask him some questions and see where God takes it. So, Joe, if you could please introduce yourself. What leadership position do you have? Yeah, just share a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so I'm Josiah. Uh, I'll just go by Joe. Um, I'm a senior this year at UWL. I'm studying interpersonal communication. My hope for that is to go into church ministry or mission work someday. Um, and we'll see how that, that turns out. Um, I'm a student leader with a campus ministry called Crew. It's a worldwide organization um, that looks to serve Jesus and tell people about Jesus. Um, and so I lead a Bible study at UWL uh, with Crew. Dope. Well, thanks for introducing yourself. Um, coming up this Sunday, we have Pastor David talking about emotions and, and how God works in that area. So what I'm going to do is ask Joe some questions, almost like an interview. We're going to both have some input. Uh, it might get vulnerable just because him and I are pretty comfortable with each other, living with each other for, what has it been? Yeah, coming up on two years. Yeah, two years. Jeez. Full, full two, yeah. Jeez, roommate, brother in Christ, all the above. So I'm going to get started with a prayer first and just ask the Holy Spirit to, yeah, be here. Yeah. So Lord, we thank you for this time. We thank you for uh, brothership. We thank you for a beautiful church and bountiful harvest. We thank you for pastors like Pastor David who who just preach your word, God. And I pray that you can fill this place, that you can fill both Joe and I and all listeners with the Holy Spirit, God, and that, that you can just use that to glorify yourself, glorify your kingdom. God, I pray that you can never have us forget your mercy and grace that is just so constant. God, I pray you can guide our speech, guide our thoughts today during this podcast and every day of our lives. Lord, we thank you. And it's your name I pray. Amen. Amen. All right, Joe, we got some hot seat questions for you. Let's do it. All right. First question is, how can emotions be detrimental to your faith walk? Hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, when I think about a faith walk, um, and, and like our faith journey is often, um, compared to being a relationship with Jesus, that, that term is used a lot, uh, in Christian circles, I think. Um, so when I think about it like that, and I think back to like my previous relationships or even like friendships, um, you know, I think about how often, I would let my emotions dictate like how I thought people thought of me. Mm. And so like if, if I was like feeling really good and feeling really energetic, um, I often thought other people like loved me more and were like, yeah, like he's, he's awesome. He's killing it. Um, and times when I was like super down and, and in the dumps, that's, I thought people saw that and were like, oh, kind of a, kind of a, a sad sap, you know, like I don't really want to be around him. Um, and so when, when I think about that in our faith walk, um, I think our emotions can do that uh, with Jesus's view of us. Like when we're happy, when we're doing well, um, we often see that as like God's loving on us and he's like, he loves that we're happy and he does. Um, 
but the opposite is not true. Like when we're down and when we're, when we're low, it's not cause God does not love us. Mm. Um, you know, it's just life, you know, like we're going through life. Those are, those are hard times. So, um, yeah, I think if, if we allow those emotions, um, you know, to, to dictate how we think Jesus thinks about us, um, you know, that's, that's hard in any, any relationship and that's going to be hard, uh, with our relationship with him too. Yeah. And you know, that brings up a point in my life. There was a time in my life where I was suffering from, uh, like depression or anxiety, uh, with, uh, I had, I was diagnosed with uh, obsessive compulsive disorder, OCD. And, you know, there was a time in my life there that if, if I didn't feel God's love during that, if I would have allowed my emotions and that feeling that I had during that time to dictate my life uh, and had that be what I thought God thought of me, there's no way. There's no way I would have been as joyous and as at peace I am to this day. Um, it was because I knew God's love and his, his joy in me is what actually brought me through. And not having my emotions dictate my life is, was probably one of the biggest aspects of my faith walk or faith journey, yeah. whatever you want to call it. So, yeah, yeah I, I appreciate that. Yeah, sweet. Um, so we kind of talked about how it can be detrimental to your faith, but mm-hmm. God can work through anything. Agreed? Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> I was hoping to say yeah, yes. On the same page, yeah. <laughs> so, it, was a, it was a test question to make sure you're, that you're, you're on board. <laughs> no, we're good. Yeah. Um, how can the Lord use uh, like detrimental, those detrimental emotions? I don't want to say detrimental emotions. How, how can he use those negative emotions or negative feelings to glorify himself or glorify the kingdom? Hmm, yeah. Um, I I think that he can use them as a good reminder of how good he is, mm. how loving he is. Um, you know, it's so like when I consider my life and what do I do when I'm sad? What do I do when I'm feeling down? I like to escape, and and a lot of people might you know have different different things that they use to escape. Usually I will like watch TV or just scroll on my phone or something dumb just so I don't have to like deal with it. Mm. Um, and uh, <laughs> as I try and regain my, my train of thought here, um, yeah, I think God can use that as a reminder that like he is, he is the only thing, person, you know, being um, that will ever fully satisfy our emotions so when we are down and we're looking for something to either cheer us up or escape like jesus is the only thing that is going to actually bring Mm. healing um and like when we're happy like jesus is a the person who is cheering us on the most um you know and, and so i think he can use both of those um to glorify himself the positives and the negatives. Yeah, right. Yeah, both both the positive and negative emotions, um, you know, just can and kind of how we react to them or how we how we react to life circumstances. Yeah, things like that. Yeah, and it, and it makes me think of First um, Peter chapter five, I believe, and he talks about you know walk humbly and 
also cast your anxieties on him. Yeah. And uh, when those anxieties stuff hit us, that's usually, in a sense, a type of pride. I know both of us are in college, and <laughs> stress is such a such a relevant topic. You yeah, know, like yeah. <laughs> we can talk about that for ages. And I think that that anxiety, that stress, that we kind of cling to, is in a sense a form of pride. You yeah. know, that's we're trying to cling to things that we think that we should be doing. We put the pressure on ourselves, and we don't allow that to go to the Lord. Mm. And when that happens, that's when we hurt the most. That's when that inner turmoil hurts us the most, I think. And that's my own personal experience. Would would you expand on that or what do you think? Do you do you agree or disagree with that? Yeah, I absolutely agree. Um I, yeah, I think my Bible just my Bible study is actually just finished um a series on emotions. Um, and so one of the nights we covered anxiety and, and so that, that verse you're bringing up was, I believe first Peter five, seven, mm. casting all your cares and anxieties on him. Um, you know, another verse that is real similar, um, is Philippians four, six and seven, which talks about in, um, it says, do not be anxious, um, but in everything through prayer and petition with Thanksgiving, present your requests to God, um, and the peace that surpasses all understandings will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. And I think I might have um, forgotten a line in there or so, but um, I think what's key there is that, that thankfulness, um, you know, being thankful, being grateful, being content with what we do have. So when, when uh, life is crazy and there is stress and we know these verses cast our cares on Jesus, um, it's good to be thankful. Like, yeah, thank you that I have a house. Thank you. I have a bed to sleep in. Thank you. I have food and water. Thank you. I can go to school. Um, you know, these stresses are big, but thank you that you are my God Mm -hmm. kind of thing. And yeah. And lift all those thoughts up to him. And yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So I know this upcoming Sunday, pastor David is going to use this verse at our church and it is, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments in every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. And I want you to pay attention to this next line, mm-hmm. bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ and being ready to punish all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. So this passage says bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. How do you, and this can be personal, how do you, on a personal level, do this? Yeah, it's hard. It's you know super not easy to take every every thought captive. Um, since being in college, uh, I've learned a lot about what it means to be intentional, um, to have purpose-driven acts and habits and you know things like that, um, and. And so it is, again, it's, it's not easy. It, it can be hard to be intentional with your, um, with your acts and with your, your purpose, but, um, through prayer and being mindful, um, of Christ in all things. Um, yeah, I've, I've learned to be like intentional with like, okay, if I, you know, I have a thought that, you know, it's a wire, it's a bad thought, whatever. Um, to be intentional about lifting that up immediately 
in prayer and being like, well, God, I'm sorry. I, I had that thought. Um, like I had it really gross, really ugly. I, I wish I hadn't it. Um, you know, but I, I just want to ask for forgiveness. I just want to be, you know, transparent, open and honest that like, yeah, I, I had that thought or whatever. Um, so yeah, to be intentional, um, with, with my prayers and, and with thinking like, okay, that I could let that thought go. I could forget about it. I could think like, Oh, I, that was just a fleeing thought, but, mm. um, in the moment, you know, trying to be, uh, yeah, be real good about sharing that thought with the Lord. Uh, if that makes sense. No, it does make sense. And I, I'm sorry, I'm looking up one of these verses cause I'm, I'm no, uh, theologian, you know, <laughs> yeah. you aren't, <laughs> <laughs> this isn't my, this isn't my exact study. I'm an exercise for a science major, but, um, and you know, to, you're kind of talking about the, those thoughts or yeah, almost those inward sins that we have. And this is going to be kind of a bunny trail and I'm sorry for everybody listening because <laughs> yeah. I, I see, I tend to do this often. I think it's good. Um, but I was, I was just reading James mm. and James, it's James one fourteen through, I think 15. And it's kind of talking about how that those inward thoughts or inward temptations can lead to sin. So I think when you, and this is, again, this is my personal experience. And I think the scripture can kind of back me up on this. If you can give your thoughts and give that inward temptation to the Lord right away, yeah. usually those outward sins that everybody sees won't happen. I'm not saying every time. I don't think that'll happen every time. Yeah. But usually our outward temp our out our outward sins, whether it's uh sexual sexual immorality, drunkenness, you know, the, I could, you can name that huge list. Yeah. Usually comes from something that's inner and that's where it kinda is birthed. And mm. I'm gonna kinda back that up yeah. with with scripture. In first yeah, James one fourteen it says, Temptation comes from our own desires, which entice us and drag us away. These desires give birth to sinful action. And when sin is allowed to grow, it gives birth to death. Hmm. So do you see what I'm... Does, yeah. does that make sense? Yeah, I think that's great. Yeah, because, I mean, you think of, like, a lot of times, lust is is a thought. Lust is a sinful thought towards whatever. And that, that can lead to sexual immorality. And, you know, that, that lust is the thought. And if we, if we give that up to the Lord right away, ask for help, you give that whole thing to the Lord, usually that sexual immorality won't happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. What do you, what do you think? What What are your thoughts on that? Do you agree, disagree, anything like that? Yeah, I absolutely agree. Um, man, I, I wish, yeah, I wish I could pull up, you know, a verse two that would discuss it. I mean, I think if I were to go back to that Philippians four, six through seven verse of, um, you know, in all things, be praying, like be, be always be in prayer. I, yeah. I think there are some other verses that, that discuss how we should be praying all the time. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you know, that is as simple as like, um, yeah, have, having a thought and the Lord knows our thoughts. Um, and so being, being real honest with them is pretty easy. You know, it's, it's, we can't hide 
had any of her thoughts with them. So, yeah, to be open and be like, yeah, I, I had that thought. Obviously, you know, you and I both know that. Um, but to be, to be real about bringing it to him right away and yeah, I like I like that idea of um, you know our our desires, our thoughts give birth to sin. You know, mm-hmm. if we can nip it at the bud right away, um, you know, it, it won't grow into huge sinful acts. Yeah. I think that's huge. Yeah, and that that sin gives birth to death. Is that's yeah. that's what kind of. You know, that, that, yeah. that verse was, when I first read that, I thought, oh, oh, man, <laughs> oh, conviction rushed over me. But uh, yeah. praise the Lord for his grace and mercy, because I think the more we talk about these emotions, the more emotions or thoughts, all of this, the more I think about it, the more I realize that everybody deals with these and it's how we handle them, mm-hmm. you know. And I think that we will all fail at some point. We are not Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God, you know. Yeah. Thank God we are not Praise Jesus. Lord. Yeah, right. <laughs> so eventually we will, we will screw up. I, but I think it's about progress and sanctification. And, and a lot of that, I think, is relying on the Lord through every thought. Yeah. Um, yeah. So those are kind of my thoughts coming up to me as we, as we talk, you're sparking, you're sparking me to just kind of get all amped up. Yeah. I love that. That's good. Um, so yeah. So my next question is kind of going off of what I just said, cause I think it is safe to say we have all sinned or screwed up because we were led by by emotions. Mm -hmm. How can you, or how can the listeners honor God through these mistakes? Is it, is it possible to do so? What do you, what do you think? Um, yeah. Are you asking like, how can we honor God through our sins or like, even though we sin? Yep. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it definitely is possible. Um, I mean, we, we humans are not perfect, but again, like how we, how we react, um, to sin or how we react to, um, various trials, um, you know, uh, makes me think of another verse in James. James is, is so good. Packed. Uh, yeah. Packed like every, knowledge. every verse is so good. Um, and so it's verses two and three, um, and even four, it says, dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way, Consider it an opportunity for great joy, for you know that your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. Um, or yeah, when, you're, when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow, for when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. Um, and yeah, so I, th- I think it's, it would be, it's, it's easy for us always to, you know, we sin, we do something bad, we, we let our emotions take over. Um, but to but to be patient, you know, after we mess up, to be patient, like the Lord is the Lord is not He's He's quick to forgive. You know, we don't have to be patient waiting for God to forgive us. Like He forgives us immediately. Um so to be to be patient in that and then wait for the joy of knowing that like God's gonna swoop in and, and save us from our mistake. Like like <laughs> gosh, I just can't imagine like messing up God's job like I'm glad that we can't I I don't believe that we can but could you imagine like you know if when we sin we like mess up 
all the work that God did up to, to this point. Oh, that'd be something. Be like, well, my gosh. And like, thankfully we can't, but that's because God is so powerful and and so great that even, even when we are just a, a mess, you know, like he is still shining through. Um, and oftentimes it's because, you know, maybe people see you as a mess and then they see you doing better or they see you do a bad thing mm. or see you doing better. Yeah. And they see like, what's, what's that difference? Well, like, you know, I'm, I'm trying to, trying to have joy, even though I'm messing up all the time, I'm trying to endure these trials, um, yeah. to produce strong faith and gosh, that's yeah. good. Yeah. And you know, I, that makes me think of just reflecting on my past life. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a time where I was living a, a world that was sinful and a lot of those sins that I I was doing at that time was a result of me being fueled by my emotions. I wanted people to like me. Yeah. I was very self-conscious. I was had a very low self-esteem. Yeah. You know, I wanted to be loved, I wanted to be liked, so I was doing everything that everybody else was doing, which is just a dangerous path. <laughs> yeah. You know, when you follow the world, that yep. is a slippery slope. Yep. And so I would say that a large part of my sinful ways in the past were led by emotions and how God changed me from a way it was a one eighty. Yeah. You know, it was it was Paul. A 180, yeah. literally, physically and mentally, 180. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think I think God can be honored through that, through just our lives, mm-hmm. from the sinful ways, uh, led by emotions, and God can switch that mindset to living a world, or living a life that is for the Lord, and people see that. Yeah. And how may I, I? There's people in crew that I know that. At one time, we're living like a wild lifestyle, you know, partying, uh, the whole shebang. Yeah, I don't want to yeah, go into yeah. great detail, <laughs> but that. you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But and all of a sudden, you see them now, and they're they're going on mission trips. They're uh, honoring the, the Lord through Facebook and Instagram. And every time I talk to them, I feel like this fragrance of the Lord. Yeah. That's just wow. Mm. You are bringing me peace, mm. and I think that through those mistakes that we have made. In our lives, God can use it for his glory. And how awesome is that? God is a is a king, the king of kings, the Lord of lords. And he is this creator that can take this slob pile and make it into a beautiful trophy yeah. that resembles God. Yeah. And obviously, we will never be perfect. Like I said earlier, we're going to be sanctified each and every day until we until we die. I don't think there's going to be... When you come to the Lord, I think that every single day you're going to be shaped and molded more yeah. and more to him if you let him. Yeah. If you if you submit to him. So, yeah, I agree. You're on board with me there? Yeah. I'm I'm on train. <laughs> I'm <laughs> glad. Um yeah. yeah, Josiah, I picked you to to kind of do this interview per se or podcast with me. Right. You did. Hey, by the way, congrats. You are the first person that is just since I took over this podcast, you're the first person. Yeah, I'm I'm uh, honored. This is a huge honor to be yeah. the first guest on the show. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. Bountiful harvest, everybody. Drew Schwartz trying to do his best to <laughs> doing, take doing a great job. <laughs> by the way. I appreciate it. But where I'm going with this is Joe, you are the most calm minded, patient person. 
And anybody that knows you will vouch for me in that. You are, you, you exemplify patience that I think only can come from the Lord, you know, and yeah. you inspire me so often to, to become just better. But I want to kind of focus on that, that patient aspect, because I think a lot of emotions get flared up because I think that sometimes we sing out of anger and frustration yeah, and a lot of other different emotions, but that's because a lack of patience happens, Yeah, you know? And so I want to ask you, how do you do that? How do you exemplify such patience? Because I want to learn from you in this area, because I know from examples that I could, like, I could pull out lists for you of how you were patient and didn't sin in areas that I probably would have. Yeah. So let's hear it. Yeah. Well, I I mean, I appreciate that encouragement. First of all, um, you know, praise the Lord that, that you can recognize God's work in my life through that. I think that's awesome. Um, you know, I, no better explanation than a verse in God's word. And so, gosh, again, I'm going to bring it back to James. I straight up. This book is so good. Packed. James one nineteen says, understand this, my dear brothers and sisters, you must be, you must all be quick to listen, slow to speak and slow to get angry. Um, human anger does not produce a righteousness. God desires. Um, yeah. And that goes into verse 21 there or verse 20. And, uh, yeah, so I kind of alluded to it earlier where, where God is, he's quick to forgive us. Um, but mm-hmm. he also shows us an example of being slow to speak, quick to listen, slow to get angry. Um, and I, I've not always done a good job of that, man. If you knew me in high school, I was, you know, I, I still got a temper down then in there, but man, I get angry so often. Um, and a lot of times it's through video games. I feel kind of silly thinking back on that, but man, I'd get so upset at those video games. Happens, but I'll, I'd also get upset um, just like playing playing on a sports team and losing. Like, that just sucked. Um, I get mad, and, and so one story in particular, like, really changed the way um, that I carried myself. And it was my, my end of my junior year of soccer. And... Um, friend of mine just joined the team and uh so we were discussing after the season i was like hey how'd you like it like did you have fun do you think you'll join us again next year and and she was like you know joe i did not have fun and i was like oh why why not and she was like well quite honestly every time i went out onto the field i like thought you're gonna yell at me and so i i didn't want to go onto the field Mm. because i knew i i just had i was so fearful of that um and gosh that struck me to my core i was like how how horrible that something that I really enjoy and something she really enjoys um, can be taken away from her because of like my anger. And so, you know, all that to say, um, being quick to listen, slow to speak and slow to get angry um, is huge. I, I really had to learn and develop how to listen, um, not just hear the words, but listen and listening to understand as well. Um, and that kind of gets you to slow down when you're not looking for a way to to respond. You're not looking for that perfect response. Um, it allows you to slow down, process those thoughts, listen, think. Um, and through that, it's, it's a lot easier to... 
be patient. It's a lot easier to not get angry when you, and, and to just like seeing the other person's perspective. Yeah. Like, yeah, okay. They're, they're upset or, you know, whatever else I don't need to be upset here kind of thing. Yep. Yeah. I appreciate you sharing that, man. And, um, you, you exemplify Galatians five twenty four here and. If you want more on this passage, this Sunday coming up, mm. like I've said a couple of times, this is what Pastor David's going to be talking about, and he's going to get a little bit more into in-depth of emotions and feelings and uh, what how they how they differ, emotions and feelings, because I think sometimes we, we combine those two into yeah. the same thing, but yeah. I do believe that they are different. But Galatians 5.24 says, and I think that this kind of shows what you're talking about a little bit there, and those who are in Christ's and those who belong to Christ Jesus have nailed the passions and desires of their sinful nature to his cross and crucified them there. Hmm. And what I'm hearing from you is that in your past, there was some anger there and there was impatience and Christ worked through you in that area because yeah. you gave that up to him. You, you realized you were convicted that this was wrongful yeah. and that you were being led by your feelings and it sounds like because you belong to Christ, those passions and desires started to get nailed and they started to get kind of taken away. And yeah. now you exemplify patience in college in a way that uh, everybody talks to you and they think that you're just, you're just amazing. <laughs> so, so, I don't know who's saying that. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, it's everybody. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, Joe, yeah. We, we are nearing 30 minutes here. I got one more question for you. Yeah. Is... Uh, you're talking about sports earlier. March Madness is coming up. Who do you got? Oh man, you know, um, I'm going Iowa. A little Iowa, a little bit of an upset, even though they're number two seed. I think they're a little disrespected, and uh, so I'm going Iowa. Yep. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll see about that there one, big it. man. <laughs> <laughs> don't. I think you're a patient man, but I don't know about your March Madness making decisions. It's not going to pay off there. Oh, wow. All right. So, Joe, I appreciate you tuning in and coming in here. And Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, you bet, man. It. It, was, it was a pleasure to have you speak some wisdom and, and your thoughts and ideas and, and how God is leading you to be better at handling emotions and feelings and i hope that we can tune in to this sunday pastor david talking about emotions and feelings uh 10 o'clock service um, bountiful harvest of faith it's in the same building as iron physique if you know where that is in lacrosse so we appreciate y'all tuning in i i pray that you can have a good weekend enjoy the weather if you're here in lacrosse Wherever you're listening to, I hope you have a blessed day and a blessed weekend as well. Peace and love.